The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning, Sangha. Welcome to those of you who tiptoed into the YouTube stream a little bit late and to everyone else. So today is day three of a five-day series on factors of mind that support stability, wisdom, deepening in meditation practice and in daily life. We started with fundamentals on Monday of mindfulness and practice intelligence. And yesterday I introduced the first two of five jhanic factors, factors for stability and samadhi concentration. And those two were connecting with the meditation object and sustaining that connection, also known as vitaka and vichara. So when connecting and sustaining, vitaka and vichara begin to build a rhythm of continuity, then often good feelings will naturally result from them. The Pali terms for these pleasurable experiences are piti, P-I-T-I, and sukha, S-U-K-H-A. And they are roughly translated as meditative happiness and contentment for sukha, and meditative joy for piti. They are the third and fourth of the five jhanic factors. Excuse me. Sometimes in contemporary culture, people have been raised to feel like it's not okay, to feel, to really enjoy joy and happiness. So if this happens to be you, please consider this talk enthusiastic permission to savor these forms of meditative goodness. Savor them, enjoy them. It's important to savor and enjoy them when they arise because that encourages them to arise more often. The Buddha talked about these forms of goodness being healthy, onward leading, and to be cultivated not to be feared. It's also helpful to note that cultivate here means cultivating the underlying conditions for joy and happiness to arise. We can kind of have a little control over reconnecting with our experience with the meditation object. And we can kind of have a little bit of control over sustaining that connection over time. These feelings emerge naturally from that. They don't come on demand, and you can't just make them appear necessarily. So savor, but not demand. So the Pali word piti has a broad word cloud of translations or meanings. I'll read some of them here. Please tap into your body and feel how they feel as you hear them, joy, satisfaction of mind, positive interest, rapt interest, delight, zest, 
zeal, exuberance, mirth, merriment, exultation, thrill, and rapture. So you'll notice there's a broad range and one is not necessarily better or deeper than another. It has this large cloud of meanings because of this wide range of ways it can be experienced. It's energetic, embodied, and it can manifest as anything from a sense of positive interest to a little pulse of momentary delight to uplifting joy all the way through to wrapped interest in the kind of bubbly joy or tingles, rain-like feeling. Many practitioners find that as their practice deepens, these feelings actually become more subtle, not stronger, but they can be quite strong. And some people never experience them at all other than the mild interest or the pulse of joy every now and then. It's all good. Stronger is not necessarily better. At its simplest level, this meditative joy is the joy of being present, closely in contact with the moment in a way that helps an energetic resonance to arise. And that's available to all of us. Like Sukha, Piti is an embodied mental quality. So to explain both of them a little, I'm going to draw on one of yesterday's similes. So if connecting is placing your hand on a friendly furry cat and sustaining is stroking the fur, stroking the cat, then piti is the purring that results results from this natural pleasure of connection and sustaining. It can also arise from another kind of joy called pamoja in the Pali, P-A-M-O-J-J-A. And that kind of joy, it's a condition for piti, but it also arises itself when the heart and mind have let go of hindering mental qualities, unskillful qualities. And piti and pamoja can also emerge with the joy of generosity, with the joy of letting go in a wholesome or skillful way. So there are more than one pathway into meditative joy, and there's more than one progression it can go on. And this series this week is one of those progressions. Gil has talked about another one, which is... Um, Gladness pentad, I think he calls it. So you'll notice that this is an important um, quality in Buddhism because of that rapt interest, that zeal, enthusiasm. It appears in several lists. So that joy of generosity that can give rise to PT reminds me of a story. This is a, from a scientific study. Wonderful researcher who I'm completely blanking on the name of right now invited research participants to give away cupcakes to total strangers. They were provided the cupcakes as part of the study. And what they found was that the giver received this pulse of joy from the giving. 
especially when the giving was done with kindness, warmth. Not only that, that giver underestimated, underestimated how good it would feel to give, right? So there's this giving over to the practice, either generosity with others or giving over to the practice, a kind of letting go that opens the door to joy and happiness. Sukha, the happiness or contentment piece, is subtler and it also has a word cloud of meanings. You can feel into these. Agreeable. Pleasure. Ease. Well-being. The feeling of being blessed. Gladness. Happiness. Contentment. Being pleased. And bliss. So, sukha is present along with piti, the more energetic resonance, purring of joy. And it's softer, it's subtler. So it's kind of invisible sometimes when piti is present because it's overshadowed by the more broad and energy of piti, piti. Sukha is more like a calm happiness, a pervasive pleasure. It can be a little like that happy, contented glow after a good laugh, a really good laugh. And like PT, Sukha can emerge in other ways. One of the most powerful is from what the Buddha calls the bliss of blamelessness, ethical conduct, recognizing that we haven't done anything to harm others. So to finish the cupcake story, it turns out that people receiving the cupcakes, they valued the warmth and friendliness of the person giving them more than they valued the cupcake itself. And not only that, the sense of happiness, that calmer happiness pervaded the day of these people for long after the receiving happened. And made them more likely to give to others through that day, to pay it forward, so to speak. That lingering happiness, that's the sukha. The pulse of joy and the giving, that's more like the piti. An ancient commentary of the Buddhist teachings called the Atta Salina. tells the story of a person finding an oasis or forest after crossing a desert and then hot, you know, frustrated, exhausted, that pulse of joy at stepping into the shade and finding a beautiful, cool spring to take a bath in. That the Atasalini describes as PT, an analogy for PT. Then sukha is the ease and contentment of resting after emerging from that cool spring on a hot day. 
So perhaps one of the greatest teachings, takeaways from tasting or learning about this kind of meditative joy, happiness, is that we have the capacity to experience joy and happiness with very, very little from the outside world. Almost nothing is required, not buying anything, not beauty, possessions, or fame, but rather attending with kindness and devotion to every unfolding experience within. That's a gift. And that's how these experiences are most fruitfully regarded as as gifts, emergent quality. Pursuing them, grasping them, scares them away because they can be really shy. So the Buddha said that these are pleasures to be cultivated. And it's important not to attach too much, to grasp too much. This is where the mindfulness and the practice intelligence come in. While it's not the same thing, another way of cultivating these can be to open ourselves to simple joys, pleasures, contentment out in the world. It's a good way of teaching our systems how to recognize the meditative joys within. So your homework, your assignment, if you would like to accept it, is to notice today over the next 24 hours Moments of pleasure, joy, contentment, happiness. And really feel them, savor them. As they come to full fruition in meditation, they support unification, the kagata, and that is our topic for tomorrow. So thank you for your kind attention. <laughs>